Hello everyone, my name is Rochelle Innocent and I'm the founder and CEO of Project Purpose. Welcome to our channel. Our community is focused on fostering the intellectual and character development in children. We do this through our parent-child workshops that are focused on four themes, autonomy, self-efficacy, compassion, and self-concept in order to cultivate grit, perseverance, and resilience in each child. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community, and relationships. Our different social media platforms provides us with the opportunity to have discussions and to create space on all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others, with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies at large. These discussions and debates provide us with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures for us to live up to our bold slogan, support, protect, and empower each child through youth-focused development, better known as leadership in juvenescence. We recognize that in valuing our children's leadership potential, this also translates as recreating and co-creating environments both socially and politically that will enable our children to thrive. For those of you who are particularly keen on the topic, we also write thought pieces every other Sunday, and we have one scheduled to drop this upcoming Sunday. So be sure to meander over to our website and check out our online content. Now, if it is the case that you are looking for a listening alternative, well, we're available on 12 different podcast platforms for your listening leisure, and we've provided you with access to the links in the description down below. Now, as is the convention, be sure to subscribe, hit that post notification bell so that you are aware of every time we post. And of course, if you like these conversations and you want to keep them going, like, comment, and share this segment. Let's get into it. Hello, les meufs et les mecs. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another segment here on Project Purpose. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness, and education on a week-by-week -week basis. And today, our topic of discussion is mental health. And on the topic of mental health this week, I thought it would be great to have a conversation around situations or circumstances or individuals that call for you to make a choice and when that choice needs to be you. So I think that there are situations where the right choice is choosing ourselves in certain scenarios and whatever the circumstances or the consequences that come with that choice but sometimes the only choice that we can be proud of is the choice to choose ourselves and that can be the hardest choice actually. I think for the most part we've been socialized to feel guilty about choosing ourselves but it's a deeply selfish choice to choose ourselves but I think that it's our life right? It's the one life we have and I think that living that life well involves the kinds of people we choose to surround ourselves with, the kinds of situations and experiences we choose to expose ourselves to, and the journey that we're each on. And I think that on this journey, it is a very individual journey. And the journey isn't all about giving out to others. It's about give and take. It's about giving to the world while you're receiving from the world, but also choosing what it is that you receive. There's not every experience under the sun that we want. I think there are a few experiences that we don't want. And I think sometimes self-preservation needs to 
be the, the optimal choice. And I think sometimes we have a misunderstanding as to when it's actually the intelligent choice, the right choice to choose ourselves. And choosing ourselves in these scenarios aren't within the scope of being selfish, of being self-centered, of being egocentric, egotistic, so on and so forth. So I wanted to come on here and have that conversation so that we can collectively together recognize that if the scenario or the relationship is raising a few of these specific flags, then definitely without a doubt, like the choice is you, you choose you. So I have a few that I wanted to put on your radar. So let's just jump right into them. All right. So the first one, of course, is around relationships. And I think that there are going to be relationships that teach us. And these are not just romantic relationships. These are relationships across the board in every community, every environment that we're in. We're in this constant state of creating new relationships, maintaining relationships and ending old relationships, depending on the stage and phase again that we're in. And I think that sometimes there are relationships relationships that are sticky, relationships that don't want to end, though the situation calls for an ending. And I think that if you're in a situation where you're unsure as to whether or not this relationship is healthy anymore, maybe it was once healthy, maybe it was never healthy, but maybe it's something familiar that you've gotten accustomed to. And I think a lot of us, we mistake familiarity and, and time as an indicator of healthy. And that's not true. I think a lot of us are caught in, in a few toxic cycles and toxic relationships because of this thing called familiarity. So I want you to doggy take that and think very carefully about what things you allow to take place in your life simply because they're familiar to you and because you're used to it, you become conditioned to it. You're kind of blind to the negative impact that it actually has on you. So be mindful of that. Now the relationships where the the scenario is set and really the choice is you is relationships that are unbalanced, that are unhealthy in the way that you both interact with one another. And they're also relationships that you're underestimated. And I think that sometimes we can fall into the trap of building relationships with people who don't see our value and being okay with that. And I think that there is something very, very malevolent in building your relationship with someone who thinks that they're superior to you in any way, shape or form, that's going to be a truth that they continuously validate in aggressive or passive aggressive ways. And it can really eat at your confidence. So if there's ever a moment where you're in a conversation with someone and just the themes of that conversation really speak to, I think I'm better than you, or it's very competitive in that sense, but there's like this sort of dominance, this feeling of superiority, or this feeling like the need to perpetuate a sense of inferiority on you. They want you to feel inferior to them. Those are kind of the kinds of relationships that we need to nip in the bud. They're the kind of relationships that can really hinder our growth, that can really cut into our sense of self-confidence and our sense of self-esteem. It's important that when we think about the relationships that serve us, the relationships that feed us, and the relationships that we want to feed into, that they're relationships based on equity, right? Based on a sense of equality, a sense of, of equality, not necessarily, you know, in political and social political terms, but like in this relationship, we both contribute in an equal way. Like we both see the point or see the purpose and bringing value to this relationship. I'm not just giving you all of me and receiving nothing or 
giving you all of me and receiving the bare minimum from you and feeling like that's what I should expect because you're superior to me. I think there's a lot of those kinds of relationships going on and there's the kinds of relationships that can really hurt your spirit. So be mindful about the relationships where you are underestimated, where they don't see your value, where you don't, they don't see your potential. Your, your dreams are things that they scoff and laugh at and, and where you are feeding a lot into the relationship but not getting a lot in return. I believe in energy exchange and in reciprocity. And in every situation where I feel someone's breathing into me or nourishing me or putting their energy into me, I want to show at least a willingness to do the same, to meet them halfway. And that's the way I honor the people around me. I honor the relationships I have. And sometimes it's not immediate, right? Sometimes the situation calls for, okay, well, let me mental note that. And the next time I run into this person, how do I meet them halfway? Or how do I show them that I was really thankful or grateful or so on and so forth? And I recognize that unless I am with a person who is similar, who is a giver and who wants to have that exchange with me and not just take from me, then those relationships are just simply not healthy for me. And it's not a question of boundaries necessarily. I think that I love being the kind of friend that I show up as being to others. I've learned though that not everyone values that equally and for those who see it as an opportunity and not something to honor, something to treat with reverence and respect, those are not people I, I need to build relationships with. I think sometimes we need to learn to protect ourselves and the way that we show up and the heart that we have by being careful with who we share that with. And I think that's the really key point that I wanted to make by way of relationships and why it's important to choose you. The relationships that are unhealthy, that are unbalanced, where you are underestimated, those are the kind of relationships that you do not need, that do not serve you. And once you pick up on those signals, by all means, say goodbye without any sense of remorse or regret. And so the other area that I wanted to talk about when it means where the situation calls for you to choose you is any of those significant life choices, those significant life milestones. And while I can't build a comprehensive list, because I think we all are the ones who author and who define what a significant life milestone is, but typically these fall within the realm of lifestyle. They fall within the realm of family or not to have a family or what your family is going to look like. And they also fall within the realm of career. And and in all of these choices, people are impacted by your choices. The choices you make are gonna have a positive and or negative impact on the communities that you are in and that you are integrated in and that you're connected to. But I think that if you've reached a crossroads and you're really trying to figure out like what way forward is the best way forward, you need to think about what's best for you. I think oftentimes we devalue our own needs in situations where we can, we, where we, where we have our needs counter against a community's needs because we don't, again, want to feel selfish. We don't want to feel like we are being egotistical and we're, you know, not thinking about, you know, the greater good. And I think that we really need to differentiate between selfish, egotistical behavior and doing things that are self-serving because it comes from a place of wanting alignment, of wanting the best for ourselves and also expressions of self-love, right? So I think when it comes to very big decisions that impact your career, that impact your family, that impact your lifestyle, like you need to make the right choices for you. And in making the right choices for you, if those choices align with the choices that the people around you also would make, then that tells you like who comes along 
on that journey and who doesn't. But I think sometimes we're so afraid of the consequences of these choices, the consequences and the ripple effect it has in the communities and the goodbyes and the closures that these choices are gonna take that we deprioritize self or we put self on the shelf or we compromise far too much than what any of us should be comfortable compromising to maintain relationships that maybe ought to end. And I think that this is an important theme that you're going to hear because I think sometimes we value this eternal vision or like we, we value having relationships go the long mile. And I think only certain relationships are meant to and you're not going to know what relationships those are unless you first honor the relationship you have with yourself. And I think when you honor the relationship you have with yourself, you're going to find yourself in closer proximity to people who make decisions that align to themselves but then also create harmony with you. But you're not going to find that matrix of decisions that align you to the people that are meant to go the mile with you if you're constantly compromising and deprioritizing and devaluing yourself and the things that you need for you in order to satisfy the status quo. So that's an important theme. And I think when it comes to a lifestyle, being peer pressured into a lifestyle that does nothing for you is not going to be anything that you're going to benefit from, right? Lifestyle is so personal and it impacts every aspect of our being. Lifestyle impacts our physical being, our mental state of mind, our emotional well being like lifestyle is super super important and I think sometimes we can be born in different lifestyles we can be born with like different values but sometimes you need to question those values and see well what best aligns with you and the goals that you have for yourself for your delta for that sense of alignment for continued growth and development and when it comes to family like you know there are big decisions that you are making sometimes with a partner sometimes alone that will influence the way that family looks like for you and i think that these kinds of choices need to be all variables need to be on the table you need to be open you need to be honest you need to be authentic because some of these decisions there's no going back right like if you're talking about having children there's no going back if you're talking about like having animals i mean i mean you could go back but why put yourself through that emotional rigmarole if there's things that you don't want but the person that you would like to go the mile with you wants those things I think sometimes that's a signal that well even though your heart wants to go the long mile with this person if you guys have fundamental desires that are completely at opposite ends of what that will translate like in your family life or in your lifestyle choices then that is an indicator that maybe this person isn't meant to go the mile and we need to be comfortable with that and then also with career like career is a very tricky one especially for millennials who are expecting to have so many career paths, like X amount of career paths in their lives. And I think that like it's an easy place to settle. It's an easy place to grow complacent, to stagnate and to not grow. And your career gives you as much as you give it. And I think that for those of you who find a high level of dissatisfaction in your career, you're lacking fulfillment and meaning in your career. You need to recognize the locus of control by way of your career. It lies with you. We are always the creators of our careers, whether it's a career in industry or an entrepreneur entrepreneurial journey our careers is ours to drive we can't sit and wait for someone else to pick up our career and drive it for us and also like no excuses right being stagnant being complacent like feeling lethargic and you know just kind of doing things on autopilot is not really driving towards your career and our career is exciting it's where you are carving your legacy to some extent you're building impact so like these are choices where you really need to make the choice with you in mind first and foremost. And lastly, happiness and fulfillment. And I believe that happiness 
is an experience that comes with alignment. And you can be happy during really high moments in your life where one would traditionally expect happiness to be. You can also be happy or experience happiness during a really low point because you feel that alignment. You feel yourself growing and developing and you see the light at the end of the tunnel. You, you believe in the journey that you're on. You believe in the process that you're in. And that can create like a deep sense of happiness. And I can say for, for one, for a lot of the things that I've done, for a lot of the hardships that I've had, I've had I've had experiences I've experienced happiness so there's not been an extended period of time even when I've struggled where I didn't tap into happiness because I just felt how much growth and development was taking place how much I was changing because I was leaning into the experience because I was focusing on being present I was focusing on crafting stillness I was deepening my relationship with myself my sense of awareness with the world around me with my environment with nature and all of that for me really fuels this deep sense of meaning of fulfillment and of happiness, just like being aware and awake during the journey, not just kind of blindly shooting towards a goal or objective, but just like really allowing myself to lean into the experiences that make up my life, right? My one life. And I find that there's just so much that I value in that. I put so much, I, I, I treat it with such reverence. Like I honor this journey that I'm on, this experience that I'm in. And because of that, like I can have happiness. I can experience happiness when I'm really, really like have my face on like towards the fire. Like I could be like in a really jarring situation and still have a moment where I'm like, whoa, like who I was five years ago really couldn't have gotten through this. Like I have grown a lot and though this is hard, I'm gonna keep pushing until this is done because I do believe in the temporality of life. I believe fundamentally that like nothing is permanent, but while it's happening, let me get as much as I can out of this. Experience is the gold in every situation and the experience we have with ourselves in those situations and you're not gonna know what that experience is if you're too busy focused on the future and focusing on where you want to be or focus on what you're running away from or what was in the past like you're ruminating and I like to be in the present because I like to experience the shifts and the changes and the emotions that come with these cycles in life so happiness can be something that you derive from your environment from your communities from like your outlets like the areas that you put your energy into or where you can feel restored like happiness is an experience i have by the sea like happiness is an experience i have like by myself in nature even when i'm meditating like there are different outlets that i have that really help me feel happy and it's not something I'm chasing. It's not something I'm chasing. I realize that happiness is really the state of being that comes with alignment, that comes with trusting the process and also comes with knowing that anywhere you are in life, whatever it is you're going through, you are exactly where you need to be. In any case, those were my words of wisdom for you and I think that it really does support our mental health when we know when the situation calls for us to make ourselves the number one priority and the situations that really do require us to choose ourselves so hopefully food for thought for you and if you have any other suggestions for scenarios and, and situations that call for you to choose you drop it in the comments down below and share the wealth with the game changer community now before letting you go i would be remiss if i didn't let you know that we will be going live at least twice a month every month for the foreseeable future on our facebook page so definitely be sure to tune in now these events are paid events so if you do see yourself participating in our community on an ongoing basis then i do suggest that you take a look at one of our package plans yes yeah, so we do offer package plans over and above our live events as well as access to webinars 
and workshops largely focused on self-mastery over and above those live events. So we hope to see you. We hope that you interact and engage with our hashtag Game Changer community. Let's experience this thing called life together. Let's push, challenge, grow together as we focus on being the change we want to see in this world around us. Now we are on the road to 1K, so definitely be sure to join the journey. Subscribe to this video if you've made it to the end. Follow us on all of our social media platforms and we look forward to chatting with all of you very soon. We'll talk to you later.